Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. 1937 was a year of strife and blood-soaked paranoia. Agents of the People's Commissariat for Internal Affairs, the NKVD, hold almost total authority over the common folks acting as protectors and tools of Stalin's delusions. Welcome to Cold Harvest, a Call of Cthulhu scenario set during the great purges of the Soviet state. Join Becca as Katya, Adam as Mikhail, Joaquin as Timur, and Craig as the Keeper of the Arcane Lore, as they embark on a journey to discover what madness befell the small farming commune of Krasivy October 3. If you'd like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy it, comrade. Katya will want to search the guy's room that she's okay. staying in. Okay, yeah. You it doesn't take a whole lot. There's it, it appears to be like a flax uh, mattress covered with just a couple quilts of blankets. So comfortable. It's not the worst you slept in, and okay. and it's probably going to be much better than the men downstairs sleeping arrangements. You search through that, that, but just find nothing but an old mattress. However, rifling through the trunk, you find basically it's two sets of clothes. One that appears to be like really dirty and well worn and used, and the other appear the other side. There's a couple of shirts and pants that seem almost new. Also, in the bottom, you see a small. It looks like a portrait painting about um, a few inches wide of a woman from at least maybe 50 or more years ago. It looks like the style of dress, hmm. but it, that's the only things of significance you find. There's a there's a few uh, uh, ruples that you find in a small purse underneath some of the clothing, but it appears this man lives a very simple life. Okay. She'll put everything back as it was. Okay. The other two downstairs, Timur and Mikhail, do you have anything you would like to do before heading off to sleep? Not that I can think of, no. Mikhail's not planning on sleeping. He's planning on taking first watch. Okay. At some point, you see Boris Kipon making himself comfortable in one of the corners. He doesn't have a whole lot of furniture, but he kind of like throws like another, like one of his um, older coats over himself and kind of uh, curls up next to the uh, wood-burning stove. And drifts off to sleep. Mikkel, as you are um, keeping watch, you are actually feeling incredibly tired from the day's activities, it must be. And you're you're noticing that you're starting to do the eye bob thing or the head bob thing as you're just standing watch because there's really nothing but um, the sound of flames to occupy your mind. And it's feeling quite warm and comfortable in there and you just feel incredibly tired. Could you make me a constitution roll? Despite your best efforts to stay awake through first off, first watch, you, you sort of nod off into a deep, deep, deep sleep. Can you lose for me three magic points? Hit points are again are your health, sanity is your mental health. However, magic points in this game kind of work as like your willpower in World of Darkness. And as you are fatigued and fall fall asleep, three of them are sapped from you. Okay. Noted. Uh, Additionally, you wake up at some point, Mikkel, and notice that you are in the room by yourself. This is concerning. 
Where's Timor? He doesn't appear to be there. And it is incredibly silent in there as the fire seems to have died down. I will go upstairs to check on Katya. She's not there either. And when you're upstairs, you hear the door open and loud voices are speaking in rapid Russian, saying things like, where is he? Where is he? Let's find him. He's here. I know he is. I will pull out my revolver. I will barricade the door as quietly as possible Mm -hmm. with whatever is on hand. Basically, you have the the trunk and the bed in the room. Yeah, that'll work. Is there Um, a window in the room? There appears to be a window. Yes. I'll take a look outside the window. You see a long line of people, some of them bearing torches in the night, like marching towards your the place you're currently residing. Did any of the voices come from the inside? Not yet, but you can hear a bunch of vo- um, voices assembled at the doorway, and you and downstairs you can hear the sounds of someone kicking in the door. Okay, I will quietly open the window and watch as the procession approaches. Okay, you see. Mob. You see the mob, like, at some point, they kind of pretty much surround the house, and you see that there's there's light from their torches are illuminating the shadows, and it just, you hear this, like, whistling sound through the wind, like, going through your head and through the air around you. You also then hear the unmistakable crunch of wood as it sounds like something or someone has broken down the door inside. And with that, I will try to climb through the window and onto the side of the house. Okay. You pull up the window and it's, it's almost frozen to the, to it, the windowsill that it's on, but you're eventually able to open it up far enough to allow you to wiggle your way through. And you're standing on the roof of the house at this point looking down, and one of the mob... Well, I'll um, crouch to yeah. make myself less visible. One of the mob steps back and shouts, There he is! Get him! At which point um, you hear the the door that you barricaded starting to get smashed in, and you could hear like lots and lots of rapid voices in Russian saying, There he is! Get him! Get him! He's escaping! Get him! From the room behind you. Is there anyone behind the house? At this point, it looks like it's pretty much pretty much surrounded. All right. Um, where is the crowd the thinnest? Probably near the back, but there, there's how, still a few people around there. How deep is the snow? It appears to be three or four inches at this point. Okay. Not, not deep enough to make for yeah. a soft landing. Okay. Can I possibly weird question? If I jump off the roof, is it possible to aim the jump so that I land on someone? Yes, it is. That would be a, a dex roll. Okay, I will try to do that. Nope. Jesus, Bot hates me today. <laughs> you um, kind of jump and try to use someone to break your fall, and you land on someone, but as you fall, you're, you feel a, a snap and a bunch of pain shoots through your face as you think you might have broken your ankle. The person you landed on shouts at you and grabs you, and before you know it, you're being surrounded by a bunch of angry mobs. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. This is unpleasant. <laughs> One of them grabs the back of your collar and starts dragging you to the road. You're you're in pain from your ankles, but your arms are still free. You know what? I'm not going to pull my revolver just yet. I will hold on to that. Mm. I do still have my knife on me. I will, you know, I'll let them drag me. I'll struggle a little bit, but I'll let them drag me to see where they're taking me and to see if I can't spot my uh, comrades. 
they drag you into the center of town where a bonfire has been erected and they drag you into the center of circle of people that is starting to form around the bonfire and looking around you see your comrades katya and timur standing amongst the people with solemn faces you are dragged into the middle of the circle and you see a man wearing priestly robes pull a gun and point it at your head he says in russian do you have any confessions he'll stare at him dead in the eye what kind of priestly robes is he wearing appears to be eastern orthodox do I recognize the man? He looks incredibly familiar to you, like you've seen him before. You can make me intelligence roll if you want. I will do that. I succeed by quite a wide margin. <laughs> so that's an impale then. Yeah, I rolled a six. As you stare at the priest who is looking down at you, and you're looking up through up to the barrel of the gun, you notice that there are is a piece of his skull missing and you recognize this image from your dreams and from the papers as one of the priests that your father as an agent of the party had executed for refusing to recant his vows Mm. great it's kind of unnerving to you that this guy's walking around without pieces of skull could you make me a sanity roll please oh failed it by one okay that's uh four points please okay so at this point, you're incredibly shaking. You know exactly who this guy is, um, having impaled your your role. And he's, he is like, there's like a menace in his eyes as he pulls back the hammer of the pistol that he has aimed at you. He says, confess. In old church Slavonic, I will stare him in the eyes and say, I confess nothing. Your brain explodes as a bullet goes through it and you wake in a really cold sweat. Can you make me a another sanity roll, please? Yes. All right, just just the one then. You look around and you see that Timur and Boris are still curled up in their same positions where they were sleeping hours before. You don't know how long you've been out for, but the room is getting kind of cold as no one has been feeding wood into the fire. I will get up and I will feed the fire, and as I do so, or after I do so, I will check my revolver. And peer outside. Your revolver has has been loaded as it was prior, prior, and you just see gentle snowflakes falling from the sky. I'll reach into my uh, my pack and pull out the bottle of vodka, and I'll take a nice, strong pull. What's Mikhail feeling at this moment? He's feeling very unsettled, but he's not going to. He's doing his best to not let it show. After the vodka, he'll uh, wake up to more and tell him it's his. Well, he'll wake up to more. Okay. Tomorrow you are softly shaken awake by Mikhail. Ah, yeah. Time for my watch. Yes, comrade. All right. Everything everything go anything strange happened during the night? No. It has been smooth right. sailing. All right. Tomorrow you realize that there's still a couple hours before dawn, but you can do as you like. All right. I will just walk around a little bit, make sure the fire's tended and just, you know, keep myself awake. The night passes pretty uh ordinary for the rest of you because of your exertions the day before and because of you know sleeping on the floor tomorrow you can lose two magic points and katya one all right katya and mikhail you awaken katya you feel okay you didn't get really good sleep mikhail you definitely get, didn't get much sleep after the rest of the night 
The sun um, is starting to crest the horizon, and the fire is slowly getting back to its cooler daytime running, and Boris also wakes. Scenes on you. All right. Now that we have daylight, I believe it is time to introduce ourselves to the rest of the villagers. Where do you think we should start? Well, I believe there's no... I believe we should pay the Abrabobs a visit. After all, they seem to be the, at the center of this mystery we find ourselves in. Perhaps we could see the Smolskaya corpse first. Oh, yes, yes. We should do that, yes. Boris brings you each a small bowl of lukewarm porridge that he has been preparing, and there is a slice of sugar beet on top of it as well. Thank you, yeah. comrade. Yes, thank you for this food. Anything I could do to uh, help ease your investigations here and speed you on your way? And he smiles a toothy smile at you. It is now early morning of October 11th. What would you like to do? Yes, I believe we are going to go and investigate the uh, dead woman, Glenna. Right. You head over to the house that Boris indicated. Are all three of you going to the house? Yes. Yes, safety in numbers. Okay. Yep. You, you see, while some of the other houses are starting to stir, there has been no movement in the Smolowski household so far. Yeah, I knock on the door. It is a very, very flimsy door. It's, and you feel like the the wood is like barely hanging on there, and you hear soft sobbing coming from inside the house. <laughs> oh, no. I'm looking for the name. Vasily Smolskaya. Uh, very softly, you hear. Yes. Yes, I'm here. NKVD agents, please open up. This this very not good day. Perhaps you come back tomorrow. I, everything will be better by tomorrow. Yes, yes, that that is probably best. We are here to investigate the murder of your wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> oh, my dear sweet Galena, my 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 Russian princess. She <laughs> and like through the door, you hear him. Sobbing quite uncontrollably at this point. Yeah, I'm gonna try the door. There's no lock on it, and you, you feel like even like push, like throwing the door open might even send it off its hinges. Yeah, I'll gingerly open the door and be like, "With this is, we are here to see that justice is done." As you open the door, you you realize it's a much smaller house than uh, Boris Gapon's house, which you stayed in the previous night. The there is a small stove, but it appears only to be giving the the bare minimum amount of heat needed for for the household. There's like a whole piece of uneaten bread on the table that looks like Vasily might have tried to eat breakfast, but the rest of them, the interior of the house is um, dominated by a large table, and it appears that a body underneath a white sheet is lying there. Do we see them? Do we see the man sobbing anywhere? And the yeah, he is um, sitting um. On the floor with his back to the wall, hugging his knees in the corner. Yes. Uh, um, I turn like turn. Do you think either of you could say some words to him or something? Katya will slowly nod her head and head over to the man who's sobbing. He seems to kind of recoil from you. And can you make me a spot hidden roll, Katya? Spot hidden. Okay. Not a hundred percent sure, but that might be an impale. Okay. You see him quickly tuck away something uh, shiny inside of his shirt pocket as you approach. 
and he lifts his head up and looks at you. You could see lines of tears that are kind of like unwashing part of his otherwise dirty face. And he looks at you and his eyes are big, red, and puffy. He says, I know nothing. I know nothing. My my dear Galena, she's... And then you see him, his eyes go over to the table with the body on it. And then he lowers his head. Katya will put a hand on his shoulder, kind of not getting too close, but obviously close enough to do the pat. You feel him shudder underneath your hand as you touch him. As in he's recoiling from my touch or he's just sobbing again? He shuddered as like he kind of recoiled a little bit. Okay. At that, she'll she'll pull. She'll do the pat once or twice, pull back. It is difficult to lose one that we love so much. But you can still be a great help to your people. Michaelina and I, we, we work hard for the state. And we, we do our best to, to do what needs to be done. We, we very diligent workers. Uh, the Abrahams, they, they do nothing but work their own personal garden. They grow, they grow their own food and that's all they do. And my, my dear sweet Galena, she knew this and that's why she wrote the letter. That's why she just wanted to make sure that our village was, we had the neighbors that we need. She did the right thing by writing into us. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm very sure that it was, that it was them. It was them who killed my, my lovely flower. It was, it was Peter. I know it, it or, or his bitch of a wife who drowned her in the pond. That's, that's who did it. I know it is. I know that's for sure. They knew about the letter. And he's getting very angry at this point, but then starts to sob uncontrollably. We will go talk with the Abernoffs here soon, but please tell me more about what you and Galena have seen of them. Oh, they've the most anti, anti-Soviet anti people around. They, they, they put home next to water too, and they spent their time playing in yard and fishing and just moseying and loping around the house it 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 disgusts me it disgusts elena and that's why she wrote letter we just all we want is hard-working diligent neighbors and what what filth are we brought to this town for did no one else have troubles with them for doing nothing oh no they were blind to the abramovs they're blind to their schemes. I know it. Maybe they maybe they pay them off somehow but my my elena she's smart enough to see through their tricks Hmm, she was well justified in writing that letter, and we'd write a thousand more letters if it means Abramov sent to Siberia or better yet, shot. Yes, we ha- we have actually been sent here to collect the Abramovs to send them to a labor camp. Oh, this this very good. And he stands up and shakes your hands with shakes your hand with both of his. Anything I can do to help you, anything at all, you name it, for my Glenna's sake. And he peers down at the table again. I will take a look at Galena's body. At this point, the, the table, you see the outline of a body and underneath a white sheet. Uh, sort of like, would you, if you would please like, step outside for a bit, I would, I would like to uh, examine the body just so I can make sure that we, I am, I'm trained in medicine. I, I can make sure that, that the murderer is brought to justice. Very good. Anything I could do to help. And he nods to each of you in turn and walks outside the front door as like his house is only the one room. Mm-hmm. So he walks out the outside the door and the door kind of like it, it doesn't slam shut, but it like 
when you like close like a spring loaded screen door and mm-hmm. if yeah so yeah i'll uh, you know take the sheep back and examine the body well you've seen plenty of bodies in your time doctor and it is kind of horrifying to to look at the face of a woman who's just lying there wearing a plain blue um, colored uh, woven dress just looking up at you with her cold dead eyes and her mouth agape yes i've seen worse all right, I'll begin my examination. Can you make me a medicine roll, please? I can do that. I think I impaled it. Yay! So, yes, you're you're kind of looking around, and you see no, like, abrasions or scars or, like, anything that would show, like, a struggle or anything. But you you do note that there are, there is some sort of plant life, like, small plant life in her mouth. And from what you can tell, signs are consistent with drowning. However, you also have a very strong smell of vodka that is emanating from her. Hmm. Perhaps she did just get drunk. That is disconcerting. Can I... Where she get, can I look around the place to see if there's, like, like a big thing of vodka around? Spot hidden roll, please. Yes. Okay. I think... I just made it, yes. In one of the cupboards, um, you open up and you notice that there are four empty bottles. They're not labeled or anything, but at least one of them has a distinct vodka smell with it. Hmm. All right. I turned to the other side. I don't. I don't want to kind of keep my voice down so he, so the husband can hear. It's like I'm looking at. Oh, she might have just gotten drunk and drowned. It doesn't look like she's like tell that she's had vodka before, and doesn't look like there's any signs of someone holding her down. Poor mm. man. I very rarely trust things at first appearance. True, true, but I'm just I'm not seeing any any signs of anything wrong. <sighs> at the timing of it all, it's it is suspicious. I feel yeah. we should have to talk to Abramovs next, or maybe some maybe one of the other neighbors, just because. Only Galena had a problem with them doing nothing. It's, it's it is weird. There's something going on here. I don't like it. Well, and not to mention the, the items that he mentioned. She did not write that in her letter at all. Yes. No. No. She, and she wrote something about them putting sand and tar into into the engines and things, They're uprooting crops, putting sand and attracting fuel. There's nothing about having gardens or loafing about. Perhaps we should investigate the claims made in the letter before we proceed further. All right, yeah, so let's we should investigate the tractor. I, I do not see any uprooted crops anywhere here. It looks like the crops haven't been touched at all. Yes, yeah, so check, let's check the tractor first. Yeah. So the three of you exit um, the house, and you find uh, Vasily still there. He's like, is everything satisfactory, comrades? Is there yes. any help I can give you? Just, yes, comrades. Uh, Yes. Please, for the sake of our investigation, do not repeat anything we have discussed here with any of your neighbors. No, of course not. Of course not. Just, I, I fear if I do that, the, the, the Abramals might take the exact same revenge on me as they did my Galena. No. Right. Before we go, comrades. Galena, the, the night that she, before her death, what was she doing? Oh, she, the night before? Because... It was only yesterday morning that she died. Oh, sorry. I was trying to ask what she was doing before she died. Oh, um, Magdalena, a very diligent worker. She, she, ver- she worked very hard to try to, uh, to get whatever done around that needs to be done. 
She she is a lady that does you understand. Yeah. I I I am I'm, I'm sure that she was hard at work bringing uh, bringing You're whatever. Sure. Were you not there beside her? Well, we work in separate fields, you see. Men and women. Oh, I see. Ah, and what field does the women work in? She point, uh, he points out to the, the flax field to the north. All right. Thank you for the cooperation, Obrad. Uh, we, will look, we will look further into this. Anything I could do to help you. All right. So, and then we'll move on to the tractor. So, as you're, as you're walking uh, through the village, you're, you're noticing that now that it's um, daylight, many of the houses and buildings are have similar constructions with them. Um, most of them being either one or two room houses made out of locally sourced wood. They have a couple years wear and tear on them, but um, otherwise they're fairly new. When you get to the two barns, you, you notice that one has a bunch of like animals roaming around in front of it, but the other looks like that there is no roof on it at all. The tractor lies on its side in front of one of them with the roof. All right. So I'll come in. As like a heavy coming, like the three of us coming in, right at the, I got bars that you heavy for us. Three of you, can you write the tractor? Yeah. Can you make each of you make me a strength check? I succeeded. I did not. It appears that uh, you, you're I succeeded able as well. Yes. Yeah. It appears um, with your combined effort that you're able to like lift it up, but you don't have enough um, like strength to completely write it. So you slowly lower it back down. All right. You feel like uh, perhaps stronger people could write the tractor. However, I don't think that there's like much room for all, more people. Yeah. So it would have to be different people. Yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, in that case, I'll ch- try to see if I can like look at kind of see like where the uh, where like the fuel will go in. See if like there's like evidence like sand or whatever in it. You see the normal dirt from the the gravel road, but you don't see any sand. But you do smell the the stink smell of gasoline and. It looks like there's a lot of rust in some of the engine parts, mm-hmm. probably from being out in the snow. Mm-hmm. Also, as you were inspecting the tractor, you noticed the side, uh, not only the side that is tipped over now um, is kind of crushed. The other side, the one that is facing upwards, looks like it had been damaged as well. So it looks like someone like, hit it and tipped it over. It looks like it's almost been like, flipped and rolled a tractor huh. yeah like flipped on its side and it rolled a few times and there are no no signs of like you know big drag marks in the dirt around here no hmm. odd very very odd so no sand in the engine so looks like did she just make up things to draw us to her to us here well then who's in the well, there's plenty wrong here, but she didn't say anything that was wrong, but just made up stuff that wasn't wrong. Besides the smell of the gasoline, you do smell the distinct smell of rotting vegetable matter coming from the barn without a full roof on it. All right. Uh, I'll, I'm going to lead us over there to check that out. All right. So you approach, and it appears that a little bit of the flax had been indeed gathered, but at this point, it's... Many snowstorms have covered it, and it seems all been rotting. It's kind of disgusting. And as as you get closer, can you make me a constitution roll? I made it. You're able to hold back from vomiting. You want to, but uh, you step away in time to regain your air. All right. Yeah, so things are very wrong here. The, the, 
not only did they not really collect it, but they just left it out to rot. I mean, if it had just the room just collapsed soon, I would have understood that. But it, it looks like it's been this way for a while, and no one has done anything about it. This, this, this is a this is a bad town. This is not good. It seems that these allegations may have been fabricated, but to what end? I know it makes no sense. I mean, there's plenty to be charged with here, but she didn't mention any of it. it it's it's uh, I don't get it. We have we, we should talk to the Abramovs. They are they, we will find out more if we talk to them. They are agreed. It looks like Piotr has some carpeting skills himself. It's with the roof of the barn not intact. It's quite possible that. What Galena saw in them, and only wanting to work on their own homestead instead of for the benefit of everybody else, is probably still true. All right, yes. We shall... Uh, let us go investigate. As the three of you are making your way towards the Abramov um, house, you do notice that on the sides of the barns, there's been chalk drawings of various things throughout th- on some of the buildings as well, and in the dirt. I Can have... We- uh, tell what they are? Yes. So it appears that one of them appears to be a headless person, another a, some sort of dragon or some sort of worm. Another is a burning building. There's a severed head uh, lying on the ground, and it looks like another childlike drawing shows someone being shot in the head. They appear to be drawn in charcoal, and the highest of which um, appears to be only about four feet high. So we're inland, right? So are we like, are we near the water, like the ocean, or are we just like in the middle of the land? You're inland, but there's a small lake and a river that runs um, near the village. Huh. You you cross the river a while back. Oh yeah, yeah. In your truck, but and you can see this small lake where supposedly Galena drowned herself or was drowned by the Abramovs. Yes, I will feel much better when we leave this place and report it, report all these people forward. Anti-Soviet behavior. Yes, perhaps it is best that we just apprehend the Ibramovs. I agree with you. I wonder if perhaps this entire village should be slated for purging. I feel that honestly might be the best case, but we'll have to wait either way for that. We will have to escort. Let's just go. Let's let's go. Let's see what the Ibramovs have to say. Yeah. Yeah. You make your way to the Ibramov house, and it it's a very similar looking building. Small two-room wooden structure that you've seen throughout, um, repeated throughout the village, and you notice there's a small child out front, just kind of kicking a lump of dirt in the front yard. He looks at you for a minute and then, like, lazily lowers his head and pays you no mind after that, and continues to just kick a ball of dirt through the yard. Dmitry Abamov. The child looks at you as if in recognition, and but then lowers his head and continues to kick at the dirt. Are your parents at home? The ball of dirt kind of crumbles underneath his foot, and he looks at you and kind of just walks toward, to the door, opens it, and disappears inside. All right. Make sure you keep at least one hand on your weapons. And I'll go up and approach the door and knock on it. It's open. There's one candle that is lit inside of the small house, and Peering your head in, you notice that there is a large, larger, heavyset man who is appears to be in a rocking chair. But while while he appears to be rocking, it looks like he's giving minimal effort to do so. He's facing you, um, and you see a 
big bulbous tuber on the front of his face. Pretty much encompasses the upper portion of his forehead on the left side and goes down to his jawbone. You don't see any signs of Ekaterina, um, supposedly his wife, but um, you have also haven't con- gone in yet. Peter Abramov? <sighs> he, he looks at you, gives a big sigh, and then just looks back down and continues to rock. We are NKV, NKVD agents. We are here to investigate allegations made against you. He continues to rock and nods. All right, making sure to cover my cover my face and nose with like you know with my coat. I'll like slowly approach him and try to like invest, investigate what the heck is wrong up with him. He says nothing as you enter his home. Walking in, you notice that the small child had disappeared into the other room, which is apparently their sleeping chambers. And you notice that there is another figure lying prone on a straw mattress. Can I see? Do I see like the face, or do I just see like a part of the body? It appears to be a woman's body, and you see very slow breathing. Uh, I like turned to Peter and I was like, "Can you speak?" I can. He says very softly. What happened? And I gesture to his, to his face. He shrugs. Okay, and I'm, I'm like trying to investigate it. So like, kind of do sort of recognize this from any medicine, anything I've seen before. Uh, you can make me a medicine roll, actually. All right, I made it. It looks like some sort of infection or like some sort of blistering, but it doesn't look good. You can't tell what it's from, though, or what might have caused it. Uh, you. It kind of looks also a little dirty, like there might have been some dirt that got into it, and it kind of moves a little bit um, when with his breathing. Okay. I uh, like turn to the others, like, do you. M- like it's sort of like gesture towards the woman is like is she similar Katya will go check on the woman Katya you enter the the joining room and you see that the child has made himself scarce into the corner and the woman appears just to be lying on the bed her eyes are open she's not sleeping but she's just laying there and looks up at you are you do- all right can you get up she very, very slowly rises from her position on the bed and brings herself to a standing position and says, I am fine. Now, Boris had mentioned that she had some kind of, or was it just her husband? It was that, just her husband with the okay. uh, thing. How come you're laying down in the beginning of the morning? She looks at you for a few seconds and then looks at the floor. Kat- Katya will also look at the floor. As <laughs> you see nothing of um, interest or note at the floor, other than it's probably easier for her to look at the floor than hold her head up. Ah. Hmm. She she appears to be a middle aged um, woman who has like a shawl over her head. She appears to be fairly well fit for the time, maybe a little undernourished, but that's not uncommon here. But nothing seems to be physically wrong with her, other than she's extremely lethargic. Tell me what you know about your neighbor Galina. Kalina died, she says. Did you see her die? No. Did you see her the morning that she died? She looks out the window and then looks back at you and says, no. What was your opinion of Kalina? She sighs and then looks at you and says, perhaps drinks too much or drunk too much. And she 
doesn't really say anything else or indicate a whole lot of extra movement. Hmm. Katrina will go back to the main room with Kat- everybody. Kat- Katya. Sorry, Katya. Tamir and Mikhail, uh, you see the third member of your group rejoin you. And from what was going on, you kind of just watched Abramov rocking in his chair and kind of heard mild conversation coming from the next room. Peter Abramov, I have been, we are here to escort you and your family to the labor camp on October 13th. He looks at you and says, there's still time. Time for what? Shrugs. Time for what? Katya will say in a more angry and annoyed voice. Uh, two days before train. Train only come every five days. Two days before train. And how far away are we currently from the train? Um, The train is only like a couple miles from the village proper itself. After you crossed the bridge, you did also cross a set of railroad tracks. But um, it's possible that you hadn't noticed them because of the snow. But according to your map, they're still there. Okay. There's no actual station in this area as well. It's one of those things where the train kind of just slows down near the village and people get on and off. All right. Have you spoken to anyone else today or the days before? He looks at you and kind of says, no, not much talk. Hmm. Yeah, what's going on in uh, Timir's head right now, actually? He's, he's just like, this is not what he was expecting at all. He was expecting you know, those angry, you know, anti-Soviet action or whatever. And then he was just seeing this and it's just like, it like all the wind has been taken out of him. It's just like, I I want to be angry at this, but I, they're just taking the thunder out of it. It's so odd. It's honestly a bit disturbing. And, and what's uh, Mikhail doing in all this? Quietly observing. Peter slowly begins to rock in his chair again, and this is probably the most movement you've seen him do. All right. If you try to escape before your uh, appointed time, we will execute you. Do you understand? He nods and continues to rock in his chair. Very well. I sort of like look awkwardly to another agent. It's like, we we will be seeing you. He nods. And I'll just slowly walk outside. With Katya following right behind him. Mikhail will come out, but a moment later. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could get the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.